On today's episode, Alan and I are talking all things UKC Pro Slam. You don't want to miss this one. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Welcome back, everyone, to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. This is Trevor Wade. I'm the Coonhound Program Manager at UKC, and I'm joined today by Alan Gingrich, the Director of Hunting Ops. What's going on, Alan? Well, I'm doing very well today. I'm kind of excited for this uh, discussion. We're going to talk about pro slams today, but yeah, ready for it. Yeah, we've uh, we've been talking about this program for a very long time, a couple of years now, probably, between me and you, I guess. Longer than folks would think. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we've... We've went through a lot of names. We've went through a lot of different formats and payouts and all kinds of stuff. And I think we finally got got it fine-tuned to where we want to. We got a few events scheduled, and we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, and what's even more exciting is we've got a couple that are now full. We've got two already uh, scheduled where the reservation's open, and they one filled in a matter of minutes, and the other one was a matter of a couple of days. So that's even more exciting. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, you guys probably seen – the event ads out floating around. Uh, you've seen people talking about it, us on our, our social media platforms. If you uh, paid attention to the Coonhound World Championship live show on Saturday, you and I and Jamie Estep actually did a little 20-minute segment where we talked about some very basic specifics. We added some time constraints there. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go a lot more in-depth today and uh, just give a lot of the basic information anybody would need about this. Yeah, we already have some questions, you know, that that have come up. So I think this is going to be an opportunity for us to talk about some of those things. Yeah, and with way less flies. I don't know if you watched, if anybody watched the live show, but we were <laughs> oh battling the flies all week in there. But. Hey, you're talking about the world championship there in that building. I don't know what was in there that, uh, I don't know, Steve sure? or somebody really pulled them in there. <laughs> About uh, suffocated Jamie with that fly spray. <laughs> Maybe it was him. <laughs> that, he was the, he was always around when the flies were around. Yeah, <laughs> no, just kidding, Jamie. No, but uh, hey, let's let's just start out by defining what the pro slams are. And uh, if you go to uh, our website, ukcdogs.com uh, forward slash pro slam, uh, you pro slams, you can find oh pro slam. Sorry, no s pro slam. Uh, you can find all the information about it. And what I like about it is even though they're different programs, we had this for coonhounds, hunting beagle, beagle gun dog, and the curve fast programs, uh, it all lives on that same Pro Slam page. They're just kind of divvied up in different sections uh, by program. Yeah, they're not all the same, but it was it was good for us to be able to uh, implement them, set something up for each one of our segments that's going to work. But they are not all exactly the same, and that's why it's important for folks to, if you're interested in one in other words, if you're running in the Beagle one or interested in the Beagle ones, don't go by what the Coonhound one is. You know, a lot a lot of them are very similar, but not everything is the same. Yeah, and that's going to be a web page. You might as well just bookmark it on yeah. your phone or your computer. Uh, we have our schedules there. That's where our event ads will, li- will live. Our rules are there. And most importantly, that's where reservations are going to be at. Reservations, and you don't see a spot to uh, for reservations to open until the day that the reservations actually open. Then there'll be a button there. And after that, once they're full, it'll have a note comes up and says it's full right soon after that. And then uh, a day or so after that, we will also have a list of, of names of those that have reservations. Yep. Right now, you can see some of those. Yeah. A Coonhound one and a Beagle one, both. They're on there right now. Probably jumping ahead of the game here. but Well, well, that's that's fine. Good for them to know. They can go check out that page right now. So, Well, let's talk about the purpose of it. Uh, Like I was saying, on every rule sheet, you're going to find a purpose of it on there. And that purpose reads to give the experienced enthusiast a platform to compete on an elite level that promotes professionalism, attracts attention to some of the best hounds in the sport, and award a significant monetary payout to its winners. Um, To kind of give you the short version of that, I think what we both have talked about for a long time is that UKC wants to have a platform or a level for everyone in the sport. Um, and I think we've whether accomplished that. Yeah, whether you're coming in, you're intermediate, experienced, and this upper uh, elite level, so to speak, that's what this is, and you're exactly right. Yeah, and and we have that. You know, at the local event level, we have youth education program events. There's there's still poor boy events out there with, you know, small entry fee. 
and even a lot of the local level events, that's a great place for beginners to go and get their feet wet in the sport and, and to just enjoy competing against one another. And those events, we are not trying to change the game, so to speak. Those events will still be the majority. They are not going away for us. We There's still going to be the majority of events that we yeah. have, and they're still our, uh, you know, the backbone of the sport or the local club events. You know, there's a lot of majors out there this this uh, in this day and age, you know, but uh, yeah, those uh, we don't want those to go away. We're not trying to do that, you know, like you said, uh, a level for anybody, whatever that level is that you're at, whether you're starting or you're an experienced owner. And when, once you kind of make it through that and you're comfortable there, you can move up to state championships and breed championships. And, and not just experience. Kind of yeah, and not just experience. Somebody might not prefer these type of events. That's all fine yeah. and dandy, you know. Absolutely. But guess what? We also do have uh, a lot of folks that do prefer this type yeah. of thing. And it's I've seen, you know, some there's been a lot of discussion about it. And it's all it's good discussion. I like seeing people talking about these, you know. And there's some that are uh, just not interested, you know, just uh, uh, for one, uh, some of our uh, FICE folks I saw where they've had their discussions on some of this. We have it set up for the current FICE as well. But there, I think the, the, the FICE crowd right now, I don't think they're really interested in it, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. You don't, nobody, we're not trying to push this on you, and we won't be pushing it on them or anybody that doesn't want it, but it is here for uh, it's just another platform, another type of event. It's a little different event uh, for those that do want it. That's what it is. That's right. Yeah. yeah. For people, nothing who are, more, nothing less. Uh, interested in competing at the highest level for you know, kind of high stakes, high reward type of events. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's geared toward, and they're gonna, these are limited. You know, if you see somebody online say that we're just doing it for the money or what have you, uh, it's th this. There's going to be. I'm looking at the Coonhound program, and probably going to have ten or twelve of these on the schedule in 2024. I don't know about your Beagle programs, probably something similar. Uh, and it's that's compared to thousands and thousands of, of, of regular yeah. events that yeah. you can enter for 20, 20 bucks. These are just a snippet of what's where we don't want to go crazy with uh, scheduling these, you know, and have too many of them at all. Yeah. You know, one thing that's kind of cool, maybe I'm kind of segueing away from it here, but, you know, so we've had our Automokes, we've had our World Championship, and now we're kind of the next major events aren't going to happen till next year, you know, the Grand American and the Winter Classic. But we have a couple of these events scheduled, uh, and this goes for hunting beagle, coonhounds, everything. You know, those world championships are done as well. Uh, we have something to kind of talk about. There's something, kind of, you know, talking yeah. about these couple of these pro slams coming up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind does. of a good space right here between uh, now and then. Yeah. Gives us something to look forward yeah. to, the hunter something yeah. to look forward to or focus our attention on. So. Yeah. Well, let's get into some of the specifics, and we'll start out just talking about uh, just some General, general rules of these pro slams that are going to be uh, the same throughout the the programs for coonhounds, hunting beagle, and curfast. Um, I won't mention beagle gun dog in these because they may be a little different. We're going to talk about those at the at, uh, later on in the show. But okay. We'll start out here with in, talking about entry reservations, and these are all going to be uh, advanced entries only. We talked about we've already done a couple of them, and they're going to be on our website. At the at the uh, website we talked about ukcdogs.com forward slash pro slam, and these event ads that are out there floating around, uh, they'll get they have an entry reservation open date, and it's essentially going to be one month ahead of when the event is. So exactly one month, thirty days. Yep. So for so we're talking about the the ten mile coonhound slam. It's November eighteenth, and entry is open for that on October eighteenth. So at exactly, nine a.m. Exactly a month ahead of time. Um. Uh, the host club is going to have the ability to use some of these spots before entry is open to the public for hunting guides. Uh, so in a 16-dog hunt, there's going to be forecasts essentially for a standard hunt, hunting beagle program. And I know you sent the link to your club correspondent mm -hmm. there, and he was able to get the four guides entered before it opened to the rest of the public. So essentially 12 were open to the public. And when you're and reserving they don't, a spot, they don't have to yeah. use those, you know, if they don't use them on the day of, if they're still available, they become available to everybody. Absolutely. They got to enter it up before it becomes open to the public or else they're free games. So. And uh, when you're reserving an entry on there, uh, you don't have to put any specific dog information, which I like. You don't have to worry about changing dogs out if one comes in heat or gets injured or what have you. You're just reserving it in your name. I'll just go on, do the entry in my name, and then uh, enter, I'll give them the dog information there at the event when I'm getting ready to hunt. We have other online uh, forms and templates for like Autumn Oaks, the World Championship, and Winter Classic, different events. This is the most simple, easiest, uh, quickest uh, entry form that we've that we've had, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. Very efficient. Yep, simple and simple and 
and just all the get all the information we do need, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, and I it's think all there. What we've uh, come up with on just the way the best way that it works is just to pay for the entire entry fee ahead of time. There's no deposit or paying the rest of the balance when you get to the event or after the fact. Uh, you pay for it all there beforehand, and once you pay for it, it's yours. Uh, like I said, it doesn't have to be a specific dog, so you can still s- decide which dog you want to or if you're handling a dog for somebody, but you just reserve it with your name. But it is yours. Once you pay for it, that's your entry, and, and you have the ability to to sell it if something were to come up and you can't go to someone else. It's it's a really simple process. And we'll The dog you enter does not have to be a dog that is in your name. Yeah. So, and there'll be a, a transfer form that uh, you just would sign at the event because it is going to require some tax information that we're going to need in order to pay. But we'll get to that. Actually, we'll get to that right now when we talk about payouts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, prize payouts are going to be made with a check after the event's over, after we have the event results from the club. I think in the rules, you'll see that it says within three weeks. A lot of times it's going to be much quicker than that. The turnout's yeah. much quicker. Yeah. You know, we'd like to, ideally, we'd like to have the results in, you know, when we get here's Monday morning, get that all processed. That's a Monday, Monday morning process or a project for us, you know, to, and that part of that is to get the winner's checks requested and uh, sent over to our accounting department. And ideally that'd be out that week still. Yep. That's right. And those, uh, those checks are going to go out to the first owner listed on the dog's record. So keep that in mind. And like it says in the rules and like it is, uh, in the, case with the world championship and the tournament champions and other events we have where we pay out money we have to have a w9 tax form on file for that first owner in order to issue the check yeah and we want to make you know we've had uh, we talked about some you know there's a lot of talk about this discussions about this one of them is about this w9 don't want to you know have to pay uncle sam for it but we can't get around that we want everything to be legal we're going to be legal with it and if we pay you uh whatever it is that we pay you we have to record it we're a business you know as does any business you know so uh, that's, we have to, can't get around that. Well, the good thing about the entry process and what we were able to do on the online entry form is that it actually captures all the information that we need, uh, from, uh, from the online form for a W9. So it mm-hmm. acts the same way and we're able to capture all the information we need where you don't even have to worry about filling out the, uh, like a physical form. You do it all there online when you enter and you take care of that all in one, one swoop. Yeah. The rules for a coon hounds. I love it. Yeah, talking about full elimination rules. And at this point, a lot of people are probably familiar with that. You know, we we implemented them at the beginning of this year for some of our major events. We've seen them at the TOC Finals, Grand 16 Automo. So we saw them at the World Finals now uh, just a couple weeks ago. And they're working great. They're they well-received. Everybody who's out competing in the events just love it. They do. They are working good. And they can find those in the Coonhound rule book, the new rule book. Yeah, that's right. Towards that's- the back. Every every, uh, every Coonhound Pro Slam is going to be held using the full elimination format. And uh, like Alan said, uh, refer to the rules there in the back of the rule book on the website. You can get a PDF of the rule book and just search full elimination format and get all the information you need. Some of the important things are plus points not required for advancement. And also, if you're ever down to just one dog in a cast, that dog is going to be your winner. Don't have to hunt the full time in that case. You've already determined your winner. Yeah, you've no more. There's no more dogs to defeat. Is the idea there? And it is different than what UKC has been used to. But there's uh, there's reasons we needed to have these rules for. There's different reasons, I guess, that we've ran into in the last couple of years, and and these uh, kind of take care of those uh, issues like that. Yeah, absolutely, and it, it's worked flawlessly at our, yeah. our some of our major events this year when we've used it. Now, this is, again, here we're talking about full elimination rules. We talk about uh, we, we're also going to have some full elimination stuff for beagles, but uh, some of the full elimination rules for coonons are not exactly the same as they are for beagles. So I want this. folks not to get uh, mixed up between the two. Yeah, that full elimination and this, everything that we're going to do here for the next little bit is about coonhounds. We'll let you know when we shift into hunting beagle, but yep. right now we're talking about coonhounds. Yep. And with that said, let's talk about uh, cast wins on dogs' records and money earned. Um, any dog that wins its cast at a pro slam is going to get a win towards its uh, championship degree. And that's true in the full elimination in any of the rounds. Yep. Every round there, yep. just like you would going to a regular hunt at your local club on Friday or Saturday night. Yep. So a cast counts, win is a cast win towards your dog's degree. That's right. It counts towards TOC. Uh, we get that question a lot. Yep. It, it count, if it counts, it counts, it counts yep. for everything. So, and uh, also the money's earned is kind of a, a cool deal for us now. It's something that has came along with this, uh, the pro slam implementation, um, implementation. And, uh, you know, it's right now we have those, uh, earnings already on our, our website. We've been tracking the earnings for, uh, 
the tournament champions and the world championship since 2019 when we started paying out money there. And that's already live on our website. You can go check it out. And all these pro slams, the money one there is going to count towards a dog's earnings. And yeah. it'll be, that list will be updated after every pro slam. Yeah. So I see some of these pro slams here with Kunal's, especially, you know, there's several of them that are right up there in the, you know, the, the couple of the winners, you know, like Hobo and, and, uh, uh, Butch and uh, Connor, McGregor. Connor McGregor and those, you know, just yeah. a little bit. It's not going to take much. One of those does a little bit of good here in the in one of these pro slams. They'll separate themselves as far as those top spots go, you know. But, yeah. yeah, and even others too. You know, you got the fifty thousand mark. Then there's a the thirty and the twenty, and you get down to tens and a whole bunch of them in the five thousands, you know, and and all that. So yeah, and honestly, some of these pro slams all depends what uh, what events you're going to get into. Some of them are pay pretty pretty significant payoff. Yeah, I'm kind of looking yeah. at some ads here that we're going to talk about in just yeah. a second. I see a $14,000 payout for one dog in there. So that can, <laughs> that can move you up the rankings pretty quick. Yeah. But let's talk about some of the other general hunt information now. Um, like like a slam a hunt is for, for coonhound events, all dogs are going to be drawn out together regardless of their degree. It's not taken into consideration. They all come from the same pool. Registered champs and grands all draw out together. Uh, hunt time periods are going to be notated on the event ads. They do vary from event to event. I've seen a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be right there on the event ad. You're not going to be surprised the night of the event. Yeah, you're probably not going to see any one-hour first-round events. I doubt it. So far, mostly uh, two-hour hunts, unless it's a doubleheader, then a couple of them are doing 90 minutes. Yeah. So just keep an eye out for mm -hmm. that whenever you're entering. There's there's no surprises. These event ads will be live well before entries open. So, uh, In the first rounds, a lot of times you're going to see hunting judges used. Um at least you have a vote that way, and then uh, and then in the final cast, you're going to be using a lot of, are going to be using non-hunting judges. Mm -hmm. That's something that we'll ask of every host club to have non-hunting judges for the final cast. Um, and splitting awards, uh, that's something that uh, both of us feel strongly about at these events. We want to have an overall winner, and we want them to be able to get the the monies that we've advertised, and to have final cast for people to keep track of and everything. And with that, we're not going to be allowing splitting monetary or placement awards. We're going right. to require a hunt off. Unless otherwise approved by us, if something were to happen, or it, right. that's going to be very rare. Yeah, no split. If here. if ever, yeah. Oh, uh, these hunts are going to be used uh, with a hunt director format in the coonhounds. Uh, which, when you come back with a question, if you were to come back with a question, it'll go straight to a panel, and we like that. Yeah. So, in other words, what you're you're not not going to have a master of hounds that officiates the event. It's going to always be a panel. A master of hounds can sit on the panel, but it will always be a three person panel to. Uh, deal with any questions that come back yeah one thing i like about it and we talk about it all the time questions are are a good thing if you have a legitimate question but when you go straight to a panel you go straight to having a fee that you have to put so it kind of cuts out on some of the frivolous questions or you know grasping for straws at the end of the cast or something like that um and you have to put up a little bit of money obviously if you're if you're correct and the question rules in your favor you get your money back so right. if you have a legitimate question don't be afraid to do it but you are going to have to put up the money to, to have it heard in the first place yeah. And uh, ultimately, if you don't agree with the panel's decision, we are making it to where uh, you can appeal that decision to UKC for for a hundred dollar fee, and we'll we'll get the resolution for you that night with mm. so much money on the line. So. And that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing too, as well. You know, if there is happens to be an appeal or something like that, it's good that we do the payouts from here after the event, because if it were to change anything, then we have then we can make those changes. Absolutely. And let's just talk about scheduling limitations a little bit. Uh, we uh, kind of led off with this, or I did, that in the Coonhounds expect to have maybe 10 or 12 of these a year, at least starting off. We're still new to this. You know, we're getting our feet wet, taking these entries and getting the checks out and, and what we want to do with this with this Pro Slam formatted events. And uh, with that being said, it's going to be pretty rare. You know, it's going to it's going to make sure that each of them get the recognition they deserve. They're going to be, you know, we're going to put them, we're going to be advertising these events. We hope the host club puts the time in to advertise them and, and make sure that they have a good quality event for everybody. And uh, I don't know, give we want to give each event its its own individuality. Uh, it's not just a UKC pro slam. It's the, we've given them all, or the clubs have get, kind of given them all their own name. Yeah. 10 mile 300, the, the border town battle, the, you know, the Twin Lakes Classic, it gives them all their own sense of individuality. Yeah. I think. And these are all that uh, events that have now been uh, been scheduled. So that Twin Lakes one, that's in Indiana next next year, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and I think I think having said that, with there only being, you know, with them being so rare, it's going to it's going to win in one of these is going to be significant. And you're yeah. going to be we're going to be recognize you out in front of your peers. And it's going to be going to be something to to be. 
proud of. So that's our hope for it, and mm-hmm. and our hope is they're rare enough to where you get that sense of pride by winning one, and also that they feel pretty quickly. And uh, let's get into our formats, and we'll yeah. talk about some yeah. of them that we've we have right now. Uh, the basic format for the Coonhounds is a 16-dog format. A lot of people are familiar with this. It's essentially going to be a one-night event. You're going to be split up into four four-dog casts and eventually have a late round where the four-cast winners will go back out to determine your winner and placements. Um, a good example of it will be our first one that we had scheduled, the 10-mile 300. That's at the 10-mile Hound Association in 10-mile, Tennessee. Uh, they're putting on a $300 entry fee, 16-dog hunt in on uh, November 18th. And it's full already. We we opened them up on October 18th at 9 a.m. and it actually filled within five minutes. Nine Less o- than five minutes. Yeah, actually. 9:04 yeah. we looked and it was already full. So if that just kind of speaks that they're they're kind of rare and people are wanting to get in and that's a that's an awesome thing. But that'll be the first one we have. Uh, the payout for it on a $300 entry fee, you win one cast. The least you're going to get is fourth place is $500. Yeah. Third place 600. Second place 800. And the first place winner is going to get a nice. Two thousand dollar check. Yeah. So win your cash. You're gonna be in the. You're gonna be in the good. You're gonna make more than your entry fee back already. That's one thing that's a little bit different than some of the other events. Probably we tried to you know make that. Make sure you get have a little cushion there. I guess. So yeah, five, six hundred, eight hundred, and two thousand to win. Yeah. Just to mention another. Obviously, with the sixteen dog format, uh, they don't all have to be three hundred. And we've kind of seen that so far. We've. We've been talking to some different clubs in, in every program, I think, and uh, a couple of the ones that I've talked to wanted to have a little bit higher of an entry. And one is one that I was actually able to get scheduled yesterday and get a, an ad down here for the for this uh, uh, podcast. Michigan, yeah. not too far away. Well, well, this is actually the Twin Lakes Classic. Oh, the Twin Lakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, this, yeah. like you mentioned, it's yeah. going to be in Monticello, yeah. Indiana, at the Prairie Timber Club there, uh, the Cobles. And, yeah, and Jordan Coble and his dad. Yeah. It's a good and that's, club. It's going to be May 25th. Uh, that's – uh, a good weekend for them there in northern Indiana. Um, and that's going to be a $500 entry fee, 16-dog hunt. So there's a good one to, for us to compare between that, you know, the, the $300 entry fee one and the $500 entry fee one, just the payouts for it. You know, that's it's pretty significant, really, just for a couple hundred dollars more. It really makes a pretty big difference. Yeah, absolutely it does. Fourth place in the $500 one is going to get 1000 bucks. So yeah, that's double, twice as, yeah, you double it right Double your already. money with one yeah. cast win. Third place is going to be 1250 more than double. Second place is going to be a thousand seven hundred and fifty. And that's also more than double. And first place is going to be three thousand yeah. dollars. Yep. So that's going to yeah, that's May twenty fifth, and the entries for that are going to open April twenty fifth. So that's keep little, your eye open for that. A little ways out, but something for people to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Another format that we've been working on that uh, kind of I'll give you the credit for this one, the twenty seven dog uh, format with the three dog cast. I like this one. And, you know, I'm just going to give Chuck Dunlap a shout out here because several years ago he already called me and he was pretty adamant about this. He's over in Ohio um, and he's, he's talking about this three dog thing. He's just like, you know, the first kennel club to come out with three dog cast is going to be a big hit. And I've I've never forgot that conversation I had with him. And and I agree. You and I both know we've hunted long enough. We There's just so many things that may, are so much easier with three dogs. You're competing against one less dog just from from every aspect of it, whether you're judging, you're competing, or guiding. Guiding, everything yeah. is just easier. Um, and but I don't know, it's just, it's kind of desirable. Now, now a two-dog cast is kind of totally different, but a three-dog cast, the, the only negative, the only con, obviously, is with 16 or 27 dogs, it makes a difference in the money that goes in there. But you're also not competing, having to defeat as many dogs. But there's a whole lot of pros with this, and... Yeah, this Border Town Battle, that's what they have, a 27-dog one that is three-dog cast all the way through from start to finish. Yeah, this is one that uh, we wanted one. We wanted to have one before the live show for the World Championship where we could talk about the 27-dog format. You got on the phone with uh, Cheyenne and Jennifer Cummings, and they said, yeah, whatever you need from us, we're in. Uh, they they have hosted a lot of events for us, and they have a really strong area and a really good foundation for hosting these major events, and it's a very logical place to have our first 27-dog uh, pro slam and let's talk about it a little bit so this format is kind of going to be a little bit different from what we're used to it's going to be a two uh two day. two day event it's going to start on friday nights and the early round on friday night is going to be five three dog cast and then in the late round you're going to have four three dog cast so those are all going to be round one hunts but just two basically yep. split up into two different rounds or Fif- two different hunts 15 dogs and 12 dogs 
and you're going to get your nine from those nine casts. You're going to get your nine cast winners that move on to yep. Saturday night into our semifinals. Hey, the other thing I want to point out here: I can get an entry in the early and the late if I want to handle two different dogs. If I want to, yeah. And matter matter of fact, I could probably if I don't win my cast in the first go around, I can turn around and hunt the same dog in the in the late round if I want to. Absolutely, does well, not have to be say. the the only. Now, if the dog is a winner, he cannot be put back in. Absolutely, and you'll see that in our in our rules as well. But like we said, uh, if you get a cast win on one of those nine casts on Friday night, you're going to move on to Saturday night in the semifinals. Three three dog casts early, and you're going to get your final cast late. And let's look at the payout for this one. This yeah. one is going to be a one thousand two hundred fifty dollar entry for this one. That's in uh, Seneca, Missouri, the border town battle, battle as they call it there at the Lost Creek Coonerns Club. Um, and the payout is pretty dang good here. First off, for the six dogs that make it to the semifinals but get beat in the semifinals right. and you're don't gonna make have it. Nine. You're going to have nine dogs total. Three are going to move on to the final, but six are going to be non-winners. Those six you're talking about, they're also going to get a, a, a nice little check, actually. Yeah, they're going to get $1,500, so they'll pay for uh, they'll pay for yeah. their entry fee yeah. and probably for their room yeah. and, and whatever if they have to get a room or their gas or whatever, get a little extra spending money. Yep. Uh, so they make their money back. $350 more is what they got. Yeah, and if you make it into the final cast, uh, third place is going to get $3,000. Second place is going to get $6,200. And the first place winner, $14,000. That's still pretty doggone good, I'd on say. On a $1,250 entry. Yep. So not bad at all. Uh, really excited for that hunt. That hunt is going to be December 8th and 9th, so that means entries for that are actually going to open on November 8th. So not very long after you hear this podcast, the entries are going to be opening. So make sure you're on there. 9 a.m. sharp to try to get your entry. Yeah, be good to find the website where where it's at, mark that, and so you know where it's at. So at nine o'clock, why you don't have uh, you're not trying to search around and spending a lot of time looking for it, and can't find it or what have you. So, yeah. and uh, just real briefly, let's mention this one here. I was glad to get this one done before we got down here. We actually we've been dealing with uh, Tracy Thompson in Reading, Michigan, the past couple of days, just uh, trying to get our ducks in a row for one we wanted to have up there. And in, in the summer, you know, we tried to schedule some down south for this winter. In the summer, it makes sense, sense to come up north where, you know, maybe not as humid, obviously not as warm as in the south. I don't have to deal with snakes and alligators and everything else. But uh, so for August. Even in, the, even in the deepest summer, you don't have to worry about snakes and alligators. In <laughs> no alligators. I can sure you that. Some mosquitoes maybe, but. Yeah. So uh, August 16th and 17th, we were able to get uh, one scheduled in Reading, Michigan. And everybody, uh, most people are going to be familiar with that club. They put on a lot of major events for us, zones. They've they've held a lot of major events across uh, multiple registries. So that's a great club. And we were able to get him to do a 27-dog entry. Um, he was a little hesitant to do the $1,200 entry fee. So we actually did a $750 version of this, which is a little bit more affordable if you're wanting to enter both rounds. But the payout still turns out to be pretty good. So it's the same format as the one we just talked about in Seneca with the the five the fifteen dogs hunting early on Friday and the twelve dogs hunting late on Saturday on Friday with the nine cast winners moving on. Um in this one with the seven hundred and fifty dollar entry fee, the uh six uh non winners in the semifinals that don't make it to the final cast are gonna get a thousand dollars apiece. Two hundred and fifty dollar cushion. Yep. And then if you make it to the final cast, third place is gonna get two thousand dollars. Second place is going to get $3,200. And our first place winner on a $750 entry is going to get $7,500. Pretty good. Pretty Still good for three-dog cast. Yep. yep. All three-dog casts again. So we're a little ahead of the game on that one. That one's going to be August 16th and 17th. But just trying to give you guys some different ideas of what kind of variations we may see in this. Yeah. The one thing we didn't talk about, Trevor, that I'd like to touch on if we have just a couple of minutes here to get to do that is, so your basic one is going to be 16 dogs. We also have, if they don't fill the 16, the other option is a 12 dog. We will, let's talk about that 12 dog just briefly if we yeah. can. Yeah, you know, worst case scenario, and, and we're lim like I said, we're limited in these because we want them to fill easily. Yeah. We don't want them to get oversaturated or ha to have any issues filling them. Worst case scenario in that 16 dog hunt, if it doesn't fill, we will, can, we will have the hunt with 12 dogs for the first 12 people that enter. Um, and a bulk of the money is going to be coming out of the club's pocket in that instance. We're going to, we're going to kind of hold them in, accountable in, in for trying to fill their hunt. In other words, the winners aren't going to feel much of a difference in the payout of it. Absolutely. And, and just for reference on a 16 dog, $300, dog, $300 hunt, which we just talked about yep. 10 miles payouts. Yep. If they have the full 16, we're still going to, uh, out of the $3,600 that come from the entry fee income on that $3,050 are going to be paid out to our winners. So we'll have three, four dog casts. Third place is going to get five hundred bucks. Second place is going to get seven hundred and fifty bucks, and first place is going to get eighteen hundred dollars. Still, 
So there's actually a little bit of a, a reason to get entered as soon as you can as entries open. Not only may is there a chance that it can sell out in four minutes, but if, if uh, yeah. for some reason it's having trouble selling, which I don't envision that happening, you want to be in the first 12 anyways. Yeah, and if you don't have 12 entries, it's just simply going to be canceled. Alan, we both had Dalter Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. All right, let's shift gears a little bit. You know, we've kind of already talked about the entry reservation uh, part of it, uh, transferring entries if you need to, and payouts. Like I said, that's the same throughout all the different programs, Coonhound, Hunting Beagle, everything. But let's talk about some specifics that are maybe only for Hunting Beagle, just for okay. the Hunting Beagle format now. And we'll start out with Cast Winners. Yeah, Cast Winners is, is again, very similar to uh, the Coonhound one, but not quite. A total score of plus points is not required to be a Cast Winner, which is the same rule we have for all of our big five that we uh, in Hunting Beagle. So our folks are already familiar with that. That will also be implemented here. Uh, each cast shall have a winner. That's what we want to have uh, unless a dog, everybody scratches. So in the event only one hound remains in any round, that hound is considered the winner and the hunt is over regardless of uh, time remaining in the hunt. And that's pretty consistent for coonhounds and the curve boss program as is. well. It is, yep. 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 The only thing that's a little different here, one is, is, is championship uh, wins are going to be awarded in the first round only in the hunting beagle on the hunting beagle side at this time. Anyways, yeah, that's what we've uh, come up with. And then again, as far as the the money's earned at the UKC Pro Slams, the other one that we're going to include in this is the Clash of Champions. So that Clash of Champions and the money's earned at Pro Slams will uh, go on the dog's record in hunting beagle. And we'll uh, maintain a list, annual list, as well as a historical list for that. So, yeah, here in uh, the Beagles, we have the same thing as what we had in Coonhounds. We had uh, on the same day, actually, the Coonhound event and a Beagle event scheduled for the same day, which is November 18th. Now, the Coonhound one we talked about a little bit ago uh, filled in a, ma a matter of minutes. Uh, the, the Beagle one, it uh, took a couple days. But by Friday morning, we only were short one entry, and it opened on a Wednesday. Friday morning, we were full. So that's still pretty Pretty awesome. Old Mitch Gold, he'll beat the bushes until he, he got full, I promise. He did. We need more guys like him around for yeah, sure. Yeah, he, man, he did a great job promoting this awesome. as well. But that's going to be in West Milford, West Virginia on December the 18th. And and the payout is exactly as it was, same as what we had for the for the Coonhound one. Fourth place is going to be 500, 600 for third place, 800 for second place, and then 2,000 for first place there. But, yeah, so that's going to be our first one. Those reservations already full. And we talked about there's a list once the reservations are full uh, in a matter of a day or two, they will have a list of names that you can get right there at the same same place where you get uh, reservation. That's up. That's up now. So we had to laugh about it a little bit yesterday. Uh, the list, the entry list, it looks so nice. And when I originally sent it to Bailey, I'll give Bailey a shout out. She does a lot of our paperwork and, and graphics for us, spreadsheets and PDFs and everything that we need from her. And. You know, I kind of had a pretty basic list in mind, and then she sends it over, and it's on this nice background yeah. in colors. I was like, <laughs> "That's kind of this cool. looks way better than yeah. I would have made it for sure." But yeah. so shout out Bailey for that. But yeah, hey, one of the things we talked about time. Not you know, we kind of leave that up to the time, or you know, for the club. Although we're probably not going to prove any hour hunts in coonhounds, anyways. Uh, Beagles is kind of the same way now. Uh, Mitch Gould's club, this West or the the uh, Mountaineer three hundred, it will be a two hour two hour test. And that's what they wanted, but I, I know I hear a few guys are kind of thinking that's a little long, you know, so, but the next one that we have coming up uh, is going to be just a 90 minute hunt. And that's going to be at the full circle uh, bash for cash is what that one's called. And it's up in uh, Amity, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Justin Schaefer is uh, a, a guy that uh, he runs the club up there. Um, he is most folks that hunt in our events are familiar with him. So that one is going to be in December as well. December. Uh, the 16th is when that hunt's going to happen. That's a 16-dog event, uh, $300 entry fee again, same payout, $500, $600, $800, and $2,000 for the top four spots there. Uh, but this is just going to be a 90-minute hunt here. So December 18th is a date 
So that means November 16th or uh, November 16th is when that will open up. So, and I heard you on the phone yesterday. It sounds like you got another one or two, at least in the works, right? Yeah, now. we have one in the works for next February in, uh, in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, so we're working out the details on that. So that's going to be up soon. Uh, that's one's going to happen for sure. And a couple others that we're working on as well. So you'll, it just like you in Coonhounds, we're not looking to have a lot of these. We want to kind of make sure we kind of spread them out a little bit and, uh, Kind of um, watch where we put them. Yeah. So, and hey, I would love to have see a 27 dog one here. We'll have one in Ohio too, I think in February, but uh, the, I'd love to see a 27 dog one here too, but I think we have to start with baby steps. You know, I think some of the guys are a little reluctant to consider a 27 dog one and I'm with them. Hey, let's take baby steps and make sure we can fill these before we uh, take uh, bigger chunks than we should. Yeah. And, well, let's talk about the, uh, the format of the, you guys have a little bit more flexibility. When you start scheduling 27 dog hunts in the hunting beagle, you have a little bit more flexibility than you would on the coonhound side where the night kind of limits you. When you're at beagle hunts, you got a little more time during the day to you, you try do. some things. You do, and sometimes, you know, middle of the day is often not as good. The hunting is generally not as good. It depends on the time of the year and moon phases and all that stuff, you know, but the time of the uh, is usually not as good in the middle of the day as it is in the morning or the evening hours. Uh, but still, hey, we have a lot of events where we're running throughout all day long, you know, and sometimes you can have, you can have great, great rabbit chases, you know, any time of the day, you know, but, uh, so the one thing that with the 27 dog one, that's going to make it a little easier for beagles maybe is they can potentially run three rounds in one day. Yeah. Just like the 27 dog one here where the, an option for the, for the beaglers is going to be instead of a 15 dog and a, in a 12 dog. Uh, an A and a B round, they could actually have an A, B, and C where they do nine, nine, and nine. You know, and that's a, that's a format that uh, that's up to the club. But where, but they could do that in one day, have three of those, and then the next day they're, uh, you know, just run off their early and their and their late round for the finals. Actually, that would actually give somebody three opportunities to try exactly. to advance a dog. So yeah, we kind of like that. We've talked about that for some coonhounds, but for us, it doesn't work as good because we would have to incorporate a third night in that case. Well, it is, you know, one thing we want to point out, and I'm sure most are thinking about this, but you know, if we have just like an early and late in coonhounds or whatever, I can get two entries. Actually, I can get more than that. You know, I don't want to have more than one dog in a cast, so I don't want to get too many entries, but like this uh, three uh, ABC that we talked about for uh, Beagles, nine, nine, and nine, there's going to be quite a few guys or a bunch of them that get more than one entry. Yeah. So it's not like you're looking to get 27 unique entries you know, because a lot of those guys will get more than one. I'm going to get more than two and more than three. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Hey, real quick, we should probably touch on this because it's a little bit different than I think your regular Beagle events. And I don't want anybody to get confused. Even if, if they get a, you know, even if they get a reservation, uh, there's some eligibility requirements for the Beagles. The dogs have to be permanently registered before the event, correct? They, they can't do, do it day of. Yeah, they, they do have to be permanently registered. That is, I'm glad you brought that up. That is a, a rule because... We do see quite a few, uh, at, at most any event, you can register your dog on the day of, bring your uh, copy of your registration papers or something, you know, with another registry. If it's, is, if it's one that's acknowledged, do it at the club. You cannot do that here. The dog has to be registered before the event. And don't, I would suggest, you know, if folks want to go to an event like the one in December, for instance, use it as an example in Pennsylvania, don't wait till the 1st of December to try to get your dog registered. Do it now. If, if that's what you want to do, because the dog has to be registered. Yep. Yeah, you actually have something in there that says refunds are not awarded to those not meeting measurement requirements. Either, yeah, so. that's another thing. The dogs, uh, they can max out at 15 inches and that's it, you know, anything over that. So, uh, you know, if you if you don't take a dog that's, uh, you know, going to be close and just pray for, you know, with a with a whim and a prayer to hope you get it in because they're going to be measuring dogs. we got to stick with the rules, you know, so Better 15 a and a quarter is 15 and a quarter, you know. Better have a backup in the truck. If, yeah, if maybe, be close, maybe, but, maybe, yeah. So. Uh, same kind of thing as coonhounds. All dogs are going to be drawn out together regardless of their, their championship degrees. Exactly. Um, hunt time periods notated in the ads. Uh, going to be using hunting judges in round one and non-hunting judges in subsequent rounds. Yep. Um, now, some of the clubs are going to – That's up to the club. You know, if the club has it and they want to use non-hunting judges, they can. You right. know, but uh, we require at least in the final cast. Yep. Yep. And uh, you're not going to be splitting awards here either. Hunting them right. off. Exactly. Yep. So I think we've kind of covered the hunting beagle stuff. You want to shift gears? Yeah, it's very similar to coonhound with just yeah. a couple a couple things that are are different. But again, 
uh, go to our website, read those rules specifically for each one, you know, whether it's coon hounds, uh, hunting beagle, uh, gun, beagle, gun dog, or current feist. UKCdogs.com yep. forward slash pro slam. Yep. Let's move on to Kerr Feist then. Kerr Feist, yeah. We, I mentioned in the onset a little bit, you know, a lot of the Feist guys, aren't. this isn't really something that most of them are interested in. I see I see the Kerrs probably having a few of these maybe. Uh, a 27, they have the option for a 27-dog one, but they have everything three-dog cast already. That's, uh, that's the norm for them. So uh, for them, we set it up for, for uh, a nine-dog hunt here or an 18-dog hunt. And technically, they could have a 27-dog hunt. It wouldn't be hard for us to do that. Uh, but they're going to, it's going to be a lot harder for them to get that many entries, you know, so we'll probably see more nine, potentially 18 dog events. So the difference there is in the first round, you know, everything's three dog cast. So in a nine dog hunt, you'd have, uh, uh, three threes and then the one cast, but in 18 dogs, you would have uh, six casts, six threes, and then you would have six winners. And then those in round two would actually go heads up two dog casts in round two, and then have three winners out of there for the final cast. But even then, in a, you know, I'm just looking at some numbers here for, let's say you had a $300 entry for a nine-dog hunt. Uh, that's a uh, income is, or the, the payout there would be a total purse of $2,100. So that's still per- fairly significant, where first would pay $1,092 or $1,100, second would be $600, and third would be $400. Pretty so good. it's still pretty good for a nine-dog hunt. Yeah. Win one $1,100, $600, and an 18 dog hunt um they're uh, the non-winners uh they were they would each get uh, 400 so they're going to make a cushion of a hundred dollars each you know of those uh for those actually they're three non-winners i guess uh but there it would pay 2850 uh 2850 there'll only be a two dog final in there as well very cool yep um i guess we should probably uh cast winners is exactly the same uh Total score plus points is not required. Is that something that they're familiar with in that program maybe already? Yeah, it is. Um, championship wins. Round one will count towards the championship degree. Subsequent rounds will not. That's so similar right. to hunting beagles. It is exactly the same as that. Yeah. And uh, money. you're also keeping track of money earned at, for uh, curve ice dogs at these UKC Pro Slams. Exactly. Yeah. Everything Everything else is very similar. Just to... Just a couple little slight differences, and that's it. Now, I'm guessing eligibility requirements are pretty similar here as where you get a lot of dogs that walk up and register their dogs on the day of hunts. They, at they well. do, and here again, they need to be registered ahead of time. Only UKC registered dogs. They need to be in the system. It's not something where I want to make it very clear. You can't just send your application off the week before the event and expect to take this dog to it. It's not going to work. Dog has to be registered. And uh, if you're in a, if you're hunting a feist in one of these, got to be 18 inches or under, it looks like. So That's make right. Make sure you don't yep. have any issues with that because yep. you will not get a refund if yep. you measure out. Yep. And so, so, yeah, same thing. So, yeah, either a nine dog or 18 dog format for there. So, yep. hey, we'll see. I, I, like I said, I expect we don't have any schedule at this point, but I do expect uh, to see a couple uh, come up here in the next couple of months. Yeah, I'll look forward to seeing that. Yeah, so that kind of leaves one other one, and that's our Beagle Gun Dog uh, format. And that one is very different. And I think for the most part, uh, they're, they're the ones that we, everything else is going to be at least $300 entry fee or higher. Uh, that's not true with the Beagle Gun Dog one. That format, we have an opportunity with this to have like a, a unique format with it that's different than what they're used to. And before we go for, I just want to make it clear that we also will stay. We're not gonna. We're still gonna have the traditional open events just as we have now, but these are some options for clubs, and they would be limited with, uh, be limited number of entries, and that limited number is twenty five, uh, for an entry, uh, and in a in a class. The other thing that is different is that uh, uh, the height classes. In the open events, regular traditional open events, they have four classes, the big males, little males, big females, little females. This would just be uh, separated by sex only. And there are some options for specialty events where they wouldn't even separate that, where they would all compete together. Uh, but so, you know, your 25, uh, your, uh, 25 uh, dog entry uh, we, they would get the, that's one thing that would be different for them too. You know, instead of going to the trial and entering your dog there, you would get your entry online at UKC. We send the club a list of their 25 entries in each class that they have. And that's what you, and here again, you just enter whatever dog you're, you, you want to enter. And the dog does have to be UKC registered as well. 
but whatever fits that, uh, whatever fits in that slot. Here's, here's one reason that it doesn't really work as well either for something like this to put, have uh, classes by height uh, is if you have a dog that's very borderline between big and little, um, you know, that's going to be tough for me to decide what class to put this dog in, you know. So there's some different things. We're trying to simplify it a little bit, and it's also different. So uh, the other thing that I like about this, I think that will be unique and good that I think once they start having them, that it's going to take them having them and kind of feeling it out a little bit. But I think there's going to be some things that they're going to like about this. For one, you know exactly what you're going to have, the number you're going to have. You're going to know about how long that takes in the day to run that. And I think with, uh, you won't, shouldn't have to ever rush classes. You know, you should get, these dogs should get a good look in a, in a format like this. You know exactly what that number is and, and, uh, five dogs in a pack. Uh, there's not going to be brace or, uh, SPO it's just strictly five dogs in a pack and then a, uh, and then a winner's pack at the end. You know, so a $300, without going into great detail, I think if you look on our website, look at the rules for it, it's pretty self-explanatory, really. Absolutely. It's pretty simple. Uh, but the payout, you know, just for, so let's say you have a, uh, a uh, uh, just a regular $25, in, or a $25 entry fee for a class, that would give a purse of $310. So that's not that significant. But instead of giving awards or dog bowls and leashes and all that kind of stuff, uh, they're getting a payout. So first would get a hundred bucks, second, 70, third, 60, fourth, 50, and fifth is going to get 30 bucks, you know? So, okay. uh, yeah, uh, being that winner's packer, be one of the top five. And here again, they're going to get their wins, championship points and wins exactly the same way as they do in an open event. So, yeah. Um, and then if you bump up the entry fee, you know, we're talking about a $25 one there, a $30 entry fee one. Uh, the purse would be four hundred thirty-five bucks, hundred and forty-five dollars for first place, which that's uh, that's significantly different for a you know just for a five-dollar increase in fee, ninety dollars for second place, eighty for third, seventy for fourth, and fifty for fifth. Uh, and then we're looking at a chart here. Yeah. You know, if you bump it up to forty or fifty dollars here, you know, one of the conversations I had with somebody was, would you rather have a forty-dog, uh, a uh, a uh, 20 dog hunt or a $25 dog hunt for $40 entry fee or a 40 dog hunt for $20 entry fee. And okay. And it depends on who you ask, you know, but a lot of them said they'd rather have a pay $40 for a 20 dog entry fee, you know, and get, uh, you know, about a $40 one, you know, that bumps it way up to, you know, to $200 for first place, $50 entry fees, $325 for first place. But, uh, and you know, the other one, it, we're probably not going to see a whole lot of those in this unless they're very special events. But if you really want to have a high entry fee event, uh, something really special, you know, you get up to, if you have a hundred dollars or $200 entry fee, $200 entry fee would pay about 2000 for the first place winner. So it could be pretty significant, but really this isn't so much about uh, bigger payouts for this, at least at this point, than it is just something more unique and, a limited number of events in a different way of they, them entering their dogs in trials and competing. Now, the other thing that I do want to hit on here with the gun dog uh, that, I, that I do like is some of the specialties that we, that we offer for them. And the specialties, I mean by um, where they could schedule, like for instance, uh, just a regular open pro slam would be, I can enter a male or a female and whatever, you know, in those classes, you're going to have two classes that day. And just an open event is going to be, Males and females can't be over 15 inches. So I put whatever I have in there, you know, instead of maybe bringing my trailer load of dogs, I kind of pick and choose a little bit where I put my dogs in, whether it's going to fit in this trial or, or in this, in this, in this, uh, slam here or this one or that one, I guess, so to speak. Uh, but another one is, uh, is what we call a maiden match maidens like in I don't know. Honestly, we just get that from horse racing is they have maidens, you know, where those are, uh, those are horses that haven't, uh, that haven't won yet. So in this case, you, a club could do a specialty of a, of a maiden or whatever. And that would mean I can put a dog in that hasn't, you know, it has to be a dog, uh, that it doesn't have, uh, any wins yet and yep. things like that. Another one are derbies, you know, so a club could technically schedule an open pro slam on one day. And on the next day, they could have a derby pro slam, you know, and, or they might even, if they have enough, uh, if they can run it, they might even schedule 
two different slam pro slams on the same day. I like that. Yeah, so they have a lot of options here. And I think it's going to take a little bit of uh, having several events here to kind of catch on a little bit, but uh, I'm 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 hoping it will. Yep. It's different. It's different and kind of unique. Yeah, so totally different. different is good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it's some kind of exciting stuff there for for that program for sure. Yeah, to me, yeah. So totally here. different, but yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we've kind of gone over our four programs there, I guess. Uh, like we've mentioned already a few times, ukcdogs.com forward slash pro slam. While you were talking there, I actually pulled up the rules. That way I could kind of follow along with some of the different uh, uh, slams you're looking at. It took me five seconds to do it. So it's, it's yeah. very easy to navigate to. Uh, before you ever enter, familiar yourself with the, familiarize yourself with the rules. Kind of get acquainted with it. We've mm-hmm. uh, got a ton of calls and, and uh, messages and emails about these uh, pro slam events. And uh, there's a lot of excitement out there, and we're excited. We're excited for these to start uh bumping off we were excited when entries opened that first day on october 18th we're excited to get those events underway and, and get a full schedule out for everybody and it's just a fun fun program it's a fun time right now yeah you know one thing i'd like to add here you know that you see quite a bit or i see you say you see quite a bit you see and hear sometimes is folks have this uh, mentality that if you have money as payout it's going to create problems it just doesn't you know, that's that's such a myth, you know, and, and I think folks will figure that out is, you know, I think I don't know, it's just different. I would I would have used to probably ha- used to have that same mindset at one time. And it's not because we're trying to push this at all. Uh facts are facts. You know, oftentimes I think and, and, and that is another thing I think we want to promote with this. You know, these are pro slams. We also want to conduct ourselves appropriately. If they're, you know, like anything else, it doesn't matter if you're playing baseball or if you're playing football or, in this case, hunting dogs uh, competitions. Uh, There's officials, there's judges, this and that. We don't always agree with them, but there's a process for appealing those decisions if we don't agree with it, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. Sitting there and stomping and throwing our hats and things like that isn't the right way to do it. I can tell you that. A good way not to be able to enter any more of them. Exactly right. You know, and we'll we'll be pretty strict on that. We expect you to conduct yourself appropriately. Pro slams, we expect you to uh, be professional at these events. Yep. Sure. Well, that, that's a lot of information there for everybody. Hopefully you guys give this a good listen. Uh, be sure to go to the website and check out more information on it. And stay tuned as we continue to dive into the UKC Pro Slams. Thank you for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow so you don't miss any of our new episodes or content.